1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
0: When you bet fair on football, you get daily rewards. So any day can be a big deal. So whether it's a lower league match day, a top flight derby day, or a Champions League superstar showdown day, this week we're doubling our daily rewards. Get a 10 euro free bet when you bet 20 euro worth of multiples or bet builders. Double daily rewards because we're Betfair.
1: Max 10 euros free bet per day. Each bet must have at least one selection of minimum odds of 1.5 or 1 to 2 or more. Free bet valid 24 hours and multiples or bet builders, C's and C's apply. 18
2: plus visit gamblingcare.ie. This is a crowd podcast. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys.
1: Hello, welcome to 21st Century Football a podcast all about celebrating the best of the world's most beautiful game, but only if it happened in the 21st century. Uh, This series is all about championing the greatest football players of the last 20 years, and our regular panel of guests are going to be chatting about the players' careers, honours, and, of course, incredible stats. Now, I'm Adam Brown. Joined today by Mr. Will Brazier.
3: Good afternoon. Are you good, mate? Oh, you shouldn't timestamp anything, should you? But let's, let's throw back the curtain. This is the afternoon and I'm you ready go. to go. You're
1: <laughs> not afraid to break the rules. It's uh, actually the morning. Please stop lying to the listeners. your um, mouth. Misleading people already. And Statman Dave, are you good? I, I am, yeah. I'm not going to mislead people like William is. Uh, very much the morning. Today, we are focusing on a man who's undoubtedly one of the greatest goalkeepers of all time. And that is Jean-Louis G. Buffon.
3: Yeah, definitely. I think the first sort of bloke to make goalkeeping cool. Really? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was about to agree with you then, but I mean, what do you mean? Just like I wanted to be a goalie when I was younger, and yeah, sure, Nigel Martin had a bit of influence He's on me. Got something about him, hasn't he? Yeah, but it didn't have that sort of. Va- va- voom that. schmeichel maybe as well. No, Schmeichel made it good, and like oh that, but Buffon made it cool. Okay. You know oh, okay. Okay, well, it's good. I'm glad you've um, you know made the
1: distinction between the two. Uh, This episode, uh, we're going to kick it off like we do with all our episodes, uh, where basically it's essentially just having a little look at what is written about the person on Wikipedia. It's always a nice place for us to start. And this is what we've got for Buffon. Buffon was born on the 28th of January, 1978. He's an Italian professional footballer who plays as a goalkeeper for Serie A club, Juventus. He's widely regarded as one of the greatest goalkeepers of all time, and by some, as the greatest ever. Nothing about him being the coolest, though, which is which is a bit strange, Will. Uh, he's one of the few recorded players to have made over 1,000 professional career appearances. Buffon holds the record for the longest streak without conceding a goal in Syria art history. He's achieved over 12 league matches. He's kept the opposition out for 974 consecutive minutes. He did that during the 2015-2016 season, achieving the most consecutive clean sheets, which was 10 during that run as well. He also holds the record for the most clean sheets and most appearances in both Syria A and with the Italian national team. He also holds the record for most appearances for Italy as captain... after he inherited the armband in 2010 and he was called up for a record five World Cup tournaments. He was there in 98, 2002, 2006, 2010 and of course 2014 and he's the only goalkeeper to win the UEFA Club Football of the Year Award which he achieved after reaching the 2003 UEFA Champions League Final. Not only that, he's also won UEFA's award for Best Goalkeeper. He did that in the same year and was additionally voted in the UEFA Team of the Year on five separate occasions and he was the runner-up for the Ballon d'Or in 2006. That is an impressive, impressive uh, list of achievements. But the question I want to start off with today is, boys, is he the greatest goalkeeper of all time? Dave, what do you reckon? I mean, look, judging by that, it's hard to
3: argue, isn't it?
2: It's longevity, yes. Revolutionising goalkeeper, goalkeeping, should oh, I say? Right, Maybe here not. It comes
3: to the red agenda, everyone.
2: But, <laughs> but I, think he, I think you've got to give him a lot of credit for how long he's sticked around for. That that is definitely something playing for one of Italy's greatest ever clubs in Juventus. Like you've got to give him a lot of credit for that as a as a footballer. But the greatest of all time, I'm I'm not sure. Obviously, with modern keepers, keepers are uh, are more important in possession. And Gigi's obviously a quality footballer, but is he at the same level as some of the keepers that we're seeing nowadays? Maybe not. But in his era, very very good. You know, he's he's his life. He's basically been from you know the Oliver Kahn. Peter Schmeichel, to to like now with Manuel Neuer and Alisson and still within the zone of being one of the best keepers in the league, with his peak probably coming in between that. So you've got to say, he's definitely up there as the greatest of all time. I think it's sort of, Adam, you might appreciate
3: this, is sort of like a WWE storyline. So uh, there's a wrestler called Kofi Kingston, he was in the company for 12, 15 years, never won a world title, but had the talent to win the world title. And I think that's what we've got with Gigi Buffon. He's only sticking around now. Because he's not won that Champions League medal, yeah. Um, and he's been tantalisingly close. I think it's three Champions League finals he's lost. But I just feel like that's all he's waiting around for now. Even if he was, you know, just on the bench, you know, got my medal. Now I'm retiring. Do you know, what? I think
1: it's interesting that what you said, Dave. There, that his career is kind of. It, it, it's seen a massive change in the role of the goalkeeper, yeah. which is it, crazy to think that he went to the '98 World Cup and yet he's still playing now.
2: Yeah, well, which you is... think that he, he kind of at Parma, obviously starting there in Syria. Not talking about the '90s, but we're going to mention the '90s right now. Um, you know, that was a long, long time ago. And considering that Parma team was an excellent, excellent team, so many top players, but that was in 1995. We're now in twenty twenty one. It's a bit of time that has a few Syria seasons under his belt. I think that that longevity and and it it shows a good level of adaptation that he's still playing for a top top side in Europe. I mean, so,
1: you know, sometimes you get players that that will stay at clubs for years or you know they'll they'll keep going not retire. And sometimes you get that you know they'll get picked on previous glory or there's a nostalgia element or someone's a club legend and they only get in the team because of that or they're but with him you could argue that or obviously he's at his peak now but he's still operating
2: at a, a, a good level isn't he? yeah for sure you know it might not be Juve's number one anymore but has been Juve's number one for a long long time you mentioned the three Champions League finals that again is an accolade itself you know over a thousand games played in goal in his professional career that is crazy And I don't know if we'll ever see a keeper that's lasted so long as Gigi Buffon at the top level. I think that's where we'll look back after his career's finished and go, wow, the way that, you know, he's probably one of the best shot-stopping keepers we've ever seen in terms of where the ball goes after the save's made. You know, you don't class Buffon as a player that, is going to spill a shot back into you know into the face. It is more of, we'll go over the bar, he's palming it out of danger. And I think that is a goalkeeping trait for having for such a long time, strong hands, a top, top quality keeper.
3: I think one of the things you can, and I don't know if that's because of the, you know, lack of coverage of Syria maybe over here, but you just don't associate him with the mistakes at all, do you? Like, I can't, there's not one that really springs to mind. Maybe later on in his career, like with the PSG stuff, but, you know, he's past 40, I think I'd be struggling if I was that age.
1: I mean, the thing is, um, it's hard because on this podcast we look at players that a lot of them have given us freakish numbers in terms of goals, assists. It's quite difficult to kind of, other than clean sheets as, as, as something which you can, you know, like a, a quantifiable kind of a number of, of of something you can rate someone on. What else do you think that he has brought to, to teams that he's been in? Do you think it's more than just just his clean sheets? Is, is there a, like a mentality there? Do you think he's a, a player that has really kind of help the teams around him do you think the great defences are, are aided by him have they become great defences because they're playing in front of him
3: I think it's a bit of both as well but I think the the one of the biggest things that goes for him is getting in the top three for the Ballon d'Or as a keeper it, you know we had the highlight video on. once you've seen five saves you've probably seen them all um <laughs> But to get up in there with the Just quantify goalkeeping as five different types of saves. Of well, two, come on. Five, you know, right hand, yeah. left hand, one yeah. over the bar. Maybe a quick reflection, he's done it. But, um, <laughs> but to get into that sort of voting and be with those players that he was in, I think he finished second, did he? I, I think that's, that, that speaks high volumes.
1: You know, his peak, Dave, let's look at some of those, you know, the games that he's been involved in. You know, what 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 do you see as, as the, the a stereotypical kind of Great
2: on performance. Big thing with goalkeeping it is consistency. Yeah, <laughs> And That's what he's shown throughout his entire career. You know, the difference between an average keeper and a great keeper is consistency and concentration. Especially with a team like Juve that dominate the ball in Serie A, you have to be ready for those moments. A lot of goalkeepers are good when there's a high volume of saves at them. It makes them look good. It makes them look like a good keeper. But it's about having the concentration for 90 minutes when you've You've not touched the ball for, let's say, 89 minutes, but you've made one absolutely fantastic save. That really, for me, sums out a great goalkeeper. Like a Edwin van der Sar at Manchester United, concentration was great. Like a Peter Schmeichel, like a Oliver Kahn, like a Manuel Neuer. Manuel Neuer, in a way, obviously changed goalkeeping in terms of his style, but Buffon kind of adapted... In that level, you know, Buffon's never the goalkeeper that's a crazy keeper that's going to fly off his line and you know make himself big and make those big one v one saves. He can still do it, but it is more about reactions, agility with Buffon. It's like a classic goalkeeper I could describe him as. Um, and I think when you look at big performances, obviously his form in two thousand and three, four when Milan uh, when they played AC Milan in the Champions League final, some big saves on the run to that. But I think the the big one obviously is the World Cup in two thousand and six. Uh, number two in the Ballon d'Or behind Cannavaro, like that was a hell of a good defensive Italian team. And I think the thing with Juve is you don't stick around if you're a bad player, but you also don't stick around if you're not a character. And that's the big thing there with Chiellini, with with Bonucci, with Barzagli, that BBC in front of him. Very, very important to that trio. One of the best defences in the league for, or the Champions League for five, ten years.
3: But even for Cannavaro to win the Ballon d'Or, that's got to come from having confidence in what's behind you as well. So knowing that you've got Buffon he can you know like you said Dave at a moment's notice pull out a world-class save that just breeds confidence for the whole team and as it got further and further that Italian team like wasn't the the most iconic um, but you know as Adair gets his fifth mention in this series uh, you don't have to be to win a Euros. <laughs> I mean the thing is about um, you know when you've got goalkeepers and like you said Dave
1: the, the key to it, uh, success is usually consistency and you know for any great team that ends up winning titles, leagues, uh, European trophies, you need to have a great goalkeeper that you can build it on. But you see teams, you've seen it time and time again, where a keeper will get to a certain age, where I know goalkeepers can traditionally go on for a bit longer than outfield players, but managers have made tough decisions before, where they've, they've gone, even if the number one keeper, and they've got rid of him, if they've got someone new
2: coming in, we've seen it up at Chelsea before, when Peter Cech... Do and, you guys remember Dida? Dieder? Yeah. is one of those examples where he was so good for about 18 months unbelievable for 18 months and they just fell off a cliff. Yeah. And that's what you're sort of saying here that it is the concentration, the consistency, that ability to perform, perform, perform. But as well, not get spoke about. Yeah. Like never did we, there probably was questions about Buffon's career at at Juventus, but it's not like a big one. You know, there's not like a big change in the media perception about him. And I think him going on the radar, it's arguably what you want. You don't want your goalkeeper to be the main attention for the media. Either you're not defending, right? Or... He's made a mistake, yeah. so I think that's another big thing that we got to sort of talk about Buffon is that he doesn't get mentioned as form or dips. Yeah. He's just been there.
3: But even that, I don't know if I don't know if I'm being harsh, but maybe that longevity comes from that fire and that passion to get that Champions League um, medal. Just because he's been so so close, like he saved. Th- I think he saved three penalties in that 2003 Champions League final, and he's still didn't win a Champions League medal so that just must have gotten him by the balls and said
2: ah, well I think ah. he's one of the greatest players that's not won the Champions League with Zlatan Ibrahimovic. it's got to be those two Is definitely yeah. leading the way for their impact but as well the longevity and the the interesting side obviously they played together at Juventus in around what 2005 2006 and it's that that level of they've just they're still here do you know uh, and on that do you know what's
3: mad he was on PES 6 and that he's on FIFA 21 yeah that's I mean that's that's mad You're listening to 21st Century Football. We're just going to take a little break and then we'll be back.
2: Over the centuries, the world's greatest wordsmiths have crafted the most beautiful sentences ever written. Shakespeare.
0: Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Austin.
2: There is no charm equal to tenderness of heart.
0: And Jermaine Penham. I pulled two birds and I went home, which is nearly
2: a proverb. (laughs) Hello and welcome to the Football Book Club podcast, the only book club that's less Charles Dickens, more Paul Dickoff. And you can listen to our brand new series right now by searching Football Book Club wherever you get your podcasts.
0: When you bet fair on football, you get daily rewards. So any day can be a big deal. So whether it's a lower league match day, a top flight derby day, or a Champions League superstar showdown day. This week we're doubling our daily rewards. Get a €10 Euro free bet when you bet €20 Euro worth of multiples or bet builders. Double daily rewards because we're bet fair.
1: Max €10 Euros free bet per day. Each bet must have at least one selection a minimum odds of minimum mods of 1.5 or 1 to 2 or more. Free bet valid 24 hours on
2: multiples or bet builders. t and C's apply. 18 plus. visit gamblingcare.ie. ACAST recommends podcasts we love.
1: If you are looking for a
3: brand new true crime podcast, listen to The Making of a Detective, brought to you by The Irish Sun. The series is out right now and focuses on many of Ireland's most notorious cases and the man who once solved them. In episode one, Pat Mary's story begins with the
0: historic 2007 conviction of the murderer Joe O'Reilly. Put his thumb up when he's said, to see you, Pat, like, you know, as if to say, F you, you can't get me. Follow along as we share the
3: dramatic details of each case. Download The Making of a Detective.
0: Acast is home to the world's best podcasts, including the critically acclaimed West Cork and the one you're listening to right now.
1: Dave, you've got a a little stat for us, aren't you? Which, again, kind of just you know, will sort of reinforce the the longevity of this guy. So
2: this season in Syria, 185 players have been registered to play. They were born after Buffon made his professional debut. Not only that, he's obviously the oldest player in the Italian top flight and his professional career is older than nearly 200 players. That's unbelievable. I think that's highlighted most because, you know, football's...
3: I judge a lot of football on World Cups. Do you know what I mean? And my first World Cup was 98 and he was at the last one. And that's, pretty, <laughs> that's mad. that's make you feel old, Will? <laughs> yeah, I'm, well, the greys on the side and the back of my head, and, and now top, I'll, I'll let the viewers in, uh, make, me, make me feel old. But yeah, that, that makes me feel even older. How do you think he
1: maintains that level of consistency? Obviously, I know that it, it's probably dropped off in terms of games that he's getting in the last couple of years, but you're slightly cynical on this, I think, Will, that he's chasing the Champions League medal. You think that's his sole... Kind of.
3: Yeah, I think there's a little bit. Well, I think with a lot of players, like, it's what what's after football as well. Yeah, like, yeah. As soon as you drop off, like, I'm sure being a goalkeeping coach is great, but it doesn't have the same sort of, you know, excitement as stepping out onto the pitch and, and making those saves. So there's that element to it. But I do think maybe a, a 25, 30% of it's just maybe not winning that champion, especially being like, well, I know we keep going on about it, but it's been so, so close. It's, I think, for those periods in the. What was it, 2016, 2017 finals? It just felt like it was written in the stars for it for him to happen. And it didn't. And now we are. And and those were like, because when you're watching through the highlights video, you're like, oh, that was, even that feels a long time ago. And and he's still playing. I think that I might mean, be a burning desire. Speaking of the highlights video,
1: we had a little watch of that before um, we started uh, the podcast today. And it's weird because... Again, another thing that really kind of hits home about his length of his career is that you've got standard definition. You've got, you know, you've got some very, very shocking graphics on there, like you know, well, that's not not the guy's good work who's done the edit, mate. come on, the music you picked, the music (laughs) you picked, Jesus. Um, But I mean, you you look at that highlights package and you just the, the magnitude of some of the saves as well. It's not the same as, as the credit you get for a goal. It's never going to be, is it? But you could argue that in certain points that we saw in that video, these turning points in them games that, are, that has led to trophies being won, mm. important matches being won.
2: But that, that comes on to my iconic moment. I think it's the save on the 104th minute against Zinedine Zidane from the header from, you know, unmarked in a penalty area, very un-Italian defending, as we traditionally know. Great ball in from Willy Sangol. And it's a great save. And it's a save in a moment where they need Buffon just about to go into half time of the first half of extra time. What a moment that is for Buffon. And I think that kind of sums him up that he's ready um, and saved it from Zizou. Zizou loses his head, headbutts matter, and the rest is history. Maybe we didn't quite go like that. Yeah, but there's also... But you it, could write it yeah, like that.
1: There's like a, you know, sometimes with saves, with goalies, it, it, there's such it can swing momentum so much in a yeah. game can't it as well and it's a chain of events like you say that Zidane's frustration has that spilled over and then of course that's changed the complete outcome of the game really Um Iconic moment Will what are you going to say?
3: Well I always <laughs> I judge this on what was the first moment I thought of um, and it is quite an iconic moment and it's him having um, a set two with Michael Oliver um, tying into this sort of you know when he obviously hadn't won the Champions League and he was about to get to another final they just needed to hold on I think he was going to extra time at the Bernabeu there's a ball whipped in uh, Lucas Vasquez gets pushed from behind and Michael Oliver gives a penalty and good God almighty it's like the wacky warehouse and everyone's on Ribena they've all come out um, and they've just gone at Michael Oliver but obviously Buffon with that burning desire to win a Champions League is at the forefront of it in his face, in his grill. Um, and obviously Michael Oliver can speak fantastic Italian. He's got the straight red out and uh, another dream dashed. Um, so my favourite moment is uh, Buffon's career uh, not reaching its full potential. Yeah, that's, well, yeah.
1: Um, do you know what, Dave? I was going to pick the Zidane save, but I also think, I don't know if you remember in the uh, 2006 World Cup, the semi-final uh, against Germany. And he, he had an unbelievable game. In that he was absolutely incredible. Was that,
3: they been that on extra time as well, was uh, yeah, it?
1: Yeah, Yeah, it was. He, but he's the game he had was just unbelievable. Immense. meant it was. It was one of them where it was like a you know I don't know like a prime Brad Friedel. Um, <laughs> no, no, but do you know, no, no but No, but you know what I mean Jesus. when it you know, but do you know, like yeah, yeah, you it's one when of them speaking days. Speaking about it, yeah, one of them days where nothing was going to go past him, and I just think that Buffon has a. As a figurehead for Italian football, especially that 2016 where you know they'd had a lot of great squads in previous World Cups that he'd been part of as well. Leo Grosso was a good left wing back, all right? Yeah, not you know, uh, come on, no, but, you know, like you know, 2006, it, it, they would they'd kind of Italy had kind of underachieved the you know, they had the you know, 94 in, in the final and the stuff like that, and they'd had great players that mm. had never quite done it, and they just needed a couple of you know, people like perform, a couple of old heads in there, and they finally did it, and I just think that his role in that Cannavaro was the got the one who got all applauded, plaudits. So mm. obviously the majority of them. But if you look back at that
2: performance in the semi-final, I think that sums up football then. Football was kind of going through a defensive situation where a lot of European football was getting kind of defensive and Italy weren't a great team. But they had a really good defence and a defence won the World Cup. And if you give giving that accolade out to them, the goalkeeper's part of that defence, part of that back five. Um, It it was
1: one of the first times where, like you say, the focus on how the team had won it had switched more. to. well, we had Greece,
2: didn't we? We had Greece in 2004 that won the Euros with a very defensive style. Yeah. Then we had Italy with a very defensive style. That was just the nature of football at that point. And I I think that, you know, Buffon obviously leading light there. Yeah. And uh,
3: retiring Pep Guardiola was just sat stewing and thought, this is not how football is supposed to be played. (laughs)
1: Right, so we're going to move on to uh, the final part of the show where we rank the player. We do this every episode. Uh, Now, the categories we rank them on aren't your traditional kind of categories, really, which it's always nice to sort of have a little peek behind the player in terms of what else we know about them, not just from their numbers and the stats and that kind of thing, but whether or not we would like them on a personable, sociable level. Uh, So the three categories we're going to go with, first of all, would we like to go for a pint with Gigi Buffon? Will, would you?
3: Uh, recently I've just started getting into wine. Um he's got to be wine, hasn't he? I yeah. made it, has got to be a nice glass I don't of know red. if that's stereotypical, but um well, he seems very cultured, though, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. Um so, you know, I think he could maybe educate me a little bit further. The hangover on wine is a lot harsher. Um I am getting a little bit older and I would like to mix up the drinks. Yeah, yeah he's just a- Sounds like I've got a massive drink problem. Um I'm going to go for a 7 Obviously, Italy, there's the Parma stuff I'd be slightly interested in. Uh, yeah, just, just put me down for a seven, please. Seven? <laughs> Dave?
2: It's a tough one because I, I think he would be, you know, it's it's not going to be just wine. It'd be, you know, a great feast. But oh, That's true, yeah.
1: I missed out on the food It's though, not sorry.
2: really going to be a party. Like, we ain't going to be going a bit wild. He's a little bit like Tom Brady in a sense. You don't expect Tom Brady don't go wild. He goes wild once a year when Tom Brady wins a Super Bowl and goes wild Gigi Buffon has never won the Champions League but he's won the World Cup so he's gone wild once so you're going to say Gigi Buffon has never won so a Super if Bowl so if it was <laughs> you know Champions League post-Champions League we're going out afterwards Juve they've, have they've just won it I am there with a 10 but will that ever happen? no so he might carry on until he does <laughs> I think it'd be quite boring if he's still focused on that 34 35 36 37 38 40 41 40 yeah I'm going to give it a, a 4
1: Ooh. Bloody hell <laughs> Well I no, what you mean though like, I, I just don't it, think it, We're going to have fun If he is as obsessed With winning the Champions League As you think And you're saying Do you want another beer And he's going to the Champions League not, oh, Yeah right, you okay. know what I mean Like It's, Gigi, it's it, the off season He's yeah. not
3: psychotic He's not sat there like,
1: rocking <laughs> it. Yeah. All right in my, head, in my head He's there That's all he's focusing on no, <laughs> He won't it, retire with, Like another, another contract he part of his charm
3: It's something in the back of his head Maybe the wine brings that out A four I'm going to say a five I just think You know what I just think like I know what you mean It's not exactly the
1: most No I, I could be wrong But I think that If I'm sat there with him And say oh 2006 was Was it good Yeah Well you know And you, just, I just don't know If got, in yeah, thing, you would engage We don't know You know Have you got a connection with him I think that's the problem Yeah and and you know I think it's harder probably For, for, for goalkeepers Because we They're kind of in the limelight A little bit less So mm. we find out a little bit Less about him I suppose
3: I'm just trying to think Like what well, I could chat to him about I don't imagine he plays Warzone Can't imagine he's a big WWE fan so Mm. yeah I've sauced it with seven that's, that's it
1: if you, if you knew a bit more you might have got into the eight but uh, right five a side team would we like
3: Gigi Buffon in our five a side team Will I'm going ten really just because it's sorted lads no, I no I effing and Jeffin. who's going in goal doesn't oh, matter whose time is it this time it doesn't matter big Gigi's there is he good enough for his feet I couldn't care I'm outfield, you know I've got my five pounds worth do you know what I mean I'm, I'm out and about I'm in with a shout and Buffon's there for the whole time I'm getting 60 minutes of you know nice bit of cardio which uh, is lacking at the moment so So thank you GG
2: on the back of you getting a bit of cardio straight tens (laughs) Uh, Dave I would would go with a 10 as well but imagine GG's on the other team yeah but he's on my team no but he's not imagine it's 5 a side you're playing there's 10 of us we're playing together you pick uh, you picked Ronaldo. I picked Gigi Buffon. You've you've got to be right, shooting so, against Gigi for so the rest th- of the night. What you've done is, Dave. You've brought in the element of
1: like we're going to pick teams. Haven't been picked yet.
2: Yeah, That's absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you know, That's be- why I am knocking off a few points because as much as it'd be glorious to not go and goal, I don't mind the stint in the goal. I've been you know known as the, the cat of the north. And, and you're and awful.
3: You are. Uh, well, uh,
1: who's you the, the second? Ne- you've know, never seen me try. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> who's the second keeper in this in the ten players? That's the thing. Do you I, know what? I
3: mean? do you know what if I a really bad well. goalie turns up? Because. Buffon will turn up With a nice pair of gloves All the kit And then the other team Won't have gloves and I, just, I
1: can't yeah. stand that Or some or, or horrible pair of gloves That are really sweaty
2: When yeah. you put them on Yeah no. See that's um, what you're in that position Because I've picked Gigi
3: No I've picked Gigi no, I've I picked literally Gigi. said He asked me first uh, no, no, This
2: situation no, this, You had your this, situation This is my said, situation not, I said I picked Gigi You've not got Gigi So you've still you. got to do The dodgy <laughs> stinking goal With the stinky gloves You get home your hands stink Will your hands stink anyway <laughs> <laughs> Well at least I don't have Double stinky hands Who um, Go on, Dave, what are you saying out of uh, out ten? Seven watch that You just plucked a number Out of your arse there Well I've just t- Taken off One point Because he's on my team <laughs> so, That's a bit unfair uh, And then uh, Another point Because he's going to Frustrate you You're not going to Have a good time you're He's on be, my team You're going to be On the WhatsApp Complaining Blah blah well, GG You probably Turned up to the wrong Power league GG saved sh- GG saved all my shots I didn't score any goals and I'll be like well, I bagged about 12 This game You must be rubbish <laughs> Absolutely rubbish And we just lost Another uh, One One other point For um, uh, He probably looked too smart when he turns up yeah that's true matching kit matching gloves I just I like to pull off anything you know shorts of one team socks of another team top of another team so I like to be a bit creative so Gigi a, would judge me So a
1: point taken off because he's uh, too well organized with his attire Absolutely. I thought it
2: happened. Um, I'm going to
1: say uh, I'm going to go for I go for a nine
3: because I think that he'd be an unbelievable shot stopper in five-a-side I just think there's no argument with think it. Think of the security and safety he gave to Cannavaro yeah. Now imagine that on a 5 side level Exactly But I don't know why I'm there going well if he could do it for Cannavaro why
1: couldn't he do it for me? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't know why I'm taking a point off him but I'm sticking with a nine uh, and then finally let's look at his legendary status as a footballer in the 21st century Out of ten Will where are you gonna, what are you
3: saying? Not, I need to be a bit more careful As we get deeper into the series Because I'm sort oh, of A bit
2: careful be, after you've well, Absolutely destroyed Cristiano Ronaldo a couple of wild <laughs> ra- <laughs> Ratings going yeah. on oh, Now we need to be careful But, but listen After we've, one we've beat, done One of the greatest players Of all time That's the beauty Of this podcast though
3: You know yep. If we were just doing Ratings on ability You know You get your Ronaldo's And your Messi's At the top of the trees But this is 21st century football yeah. Buffon World Cup winner Second in the Ballon d'Or. That's 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 almost like a first in the Ballon d'Or for a goalie. So sticking with Juventus, all those accolades, no Champions League. It's a nine from me.
2: Well, I guess I'll have to agree with William. Wow, it's a nine from me as Ooh. well. Minus one point for the Champions League. Three defeats. Could be actually minus three points. No Euros. <laughs> <laughs> no Euros. It could be minus four, but No, I'm going to stick with nine. I'm going to go for a nine as well. I
1: think that he's just uh, agonisingly close to that. 10. And do you
3: know what? If he listens to this podcast, it'll probably make him play on another three years so he gets a ten. Yeah,
1: there you go. So, uh, you know, if he does want to sign for another couple of years at Juve, then, you know, our job's done. Uh, right, let's, let's run the numbers. Let's do uh, a little bit of uh, adding up and see what our final score for uh, Gigi Buffon is. 69 out of 90. That's not bad Good score It feels about right Doesn't it that as well
2: uh, Yeah I think so For go- He's going to be the best goalkeeper He's got to be Yeah So yeah Yeah I think it feels about right I think, I think uh, But if he scores You know outscores Cristiano Ronaldo There's a bit of a problem Yeah but it, like Has he
1: you said- ever, has you ever scored a goal In his career by the way Just a quick one Because that's always a nice Little thing for a keeper to have I don't, I think, don't think so nope. He's not He doesn't see the time no. no Commitment Stick to it No Do you know who has scored one Former Birmingham keeper His mate Peter Schumacher scored a goal on not he Ben
2: Foster Ben Foster scored a goal Has he? Yeah okay, he's a one mate oh, You love know. Paul Robinson He's not the same uh, you know, He isn't fit to
1: Lay studio before <laughs> Oh Okay and on that note, I think that's a good place for us to uh, finish today's episode. That is uh, Gigi Buffon's episode complete. Uh, we got to chat about one of the greatest footballers of the 21st century, certainly one of the greatest goalkeepers of the 21st century. Uh, thank you, Will Brazier. Thank you, my Thank friend. you, Statman Dave. Thank you. And now, if you'd like another podcast to listen to, please search for the Football Book Club. It's a club where, instead of reviewing great literature, uh, they review footballers' autobiographies, much like Chris Kamara's Mr. Unbelievable check it out it's a brilliant podcast Uh, right that's your lot we'll see you next time it
2: sound right boy crowd network a place where you belong
0: When you bet fair on football, you get daily rewards. So any day can be a big deal. So whether it's a lower league match day, a top flight derby day, or a Champions League superstar showdown day, this week we're doubling our daily rewards. Get a 10 euro free bet when you bet 20 euro worth of multiples or bet builders. Double daily rewards because we're bet fair.
1: Max 10 euros free bet per day. Each bet must have at least one selection. of minimum odds of 1.5 or
0: one to two or more. Free bet valid 24 hours on multiples or bet builders. T and Cs apply. 18 plus. Visit gamblingcare.ie.